Hello, my hungry little successor files. It's David Andrew Laws. I'm doing a little intro to this episode because it runs a little short. And what am I going to do? Read you the entirety of Tony Shalhoub's Wikipedia page? Ooh, maybe later. Uh, this is a quick little plug. We do all the like go on Facebook and Instagram stuff at the end of this episode. But what I want to tell you at the beginning is that Hamlet Isn't Dead is a theater company with which I am intimately involved. If, if you don't know about them, you should. And if you know about me and not them, you are a unicorn of sorts. Uh, Hamlet Isn't Dead is a theater company, New York City's 587th best theater company to be exact. And we have a production of Julius Caesar coming up at the end of November. It opens uh, November 29th and runs through December. So if you want to find out more about that, if you want to see a really kick-ass performance of Julius Caesar. Uh, it'll be at the Center at West Park at 86th and Amsterdam if you're local. If you're not local, then I'll reenact the whole thing for you right now. Hi, I'm Julius Caesar. Oh, no. Ah, spoiler alert. Uh, anyway, you can go to hamletisindead.com to find tickets and more information about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's got like live rock music and a female Caesar and a female Brutus uh, and a female Mark Antony and... Uh, and a male Calpurnia and a male, I'm not going to tell you all the genders of all the people, but it, it's, it's just a pretty cool like um, thing. It's, pretty, it's a show and it's great and you should go see it. And that's all. Other than that, thank you for listening. Um, we're getting towards the end of the year. Uh, at the end of this year, we're going to declare it like season one and done. And then we'll go on to season two. And I think some things are going to change in season two, but thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a great Thanksgiving and a great, um, every day for the rest of your lives. Amen. It's like a vacation. Podcast vacation. Start yeah. now. All right. Here's the deal. What's up? Hi. My name is David. Uh, welcome to a very special edition of Dress for the Podcast You Want. Um, it is one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> we are drinking, yep. as we are wont. And um, there's no co-host today. There's no Megan. That's fine, because I have two guests with me today who are not only new to this podcast, but new to the podcasting world in general. Uh, You're popping our virgin cherry podcast. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Again, two Jenny. at once. Look at this <laughs> menage podcast. <Ooh>, lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to introduce yourselves? Do you want me to introduce you? Who you wants can. to go this first? Is your Raise world. your hand. All right. I have Tracy DeMarco. Yeah, that's me. And Jessica Romano. Hi, y'all. Those names sound like they go together. <laughs> we said we sound like like mafia detectives, like Detective DeMarco it, yeah. and Detective is it DeMarco Romano. and Romano, or yeah. is it Romano and DeMarco? That's the real question. Mm, I don't know. Maybe alphabetical order for business purposes. <laughs> uh, how are you? Good. Yeah. Great. Nervous. This is a lot. This is all new. There, I know there's a lot of wires everywhere. Yeah. And we got, you got a purple mic and a pink mic and I got a yellow mic. Barbie time. <laughs> but what we do on this podcast is we talk about success. And so the first question that I always ask, and I'll ask, I guess, each of you, I guess Tracy will ask you first. Mm -hmm. Are do you, are you a successful person? Um, I feel like in my world of what I plan to be done by 30, I am. Oh. Um, I had like a 
blueprint plan of like what I wanted to be done with by 30. So when, technically. When did you make that plan? Um, In high school. Wow. I said I want to be like married by 25 and have kids done by 30. So I just had my son five months ago and I'm turning 31 never five days <laughs> but if you ask i'm 30 forever <laughs> yeah okay so and the, that's in high school that was where you're yeah i just always was. wanted to be married with kids at a young age and have them all really close together so that they could grow up and like i think long term so i'm always like when i'm not here yeah. they will have each other Aww. so and they're all really close so they'll do high school together they'll be in college together that's nice. All three, yeah. So that was like my train of thought. So that's, I think, what my version of success for my kids would have been. Okay. So like my success was whatever I could do for them. Right. I love that. Jessica, what about you? Are you successful? You had a lot of time to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I think in terms of like what I wanted to be when I grew up, uh -huh. you know, like I went to college for theater and I was on reality TV. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a makeup artist. I had a makeup line. But I do feel this like weird emptiness of not having a family. But you have such a cute dog. <laughs> yeah, like a dog is such good practice. He for is. Family, he's my, he's my she just black warmed son. up her dog's bed just yeah. so everybody knows. Jessica it. had to put the dog's She's bed in the dryer. She's such a good mom. <laughs> she just made it warm so he sleeps better. That's <laughs> cute. So he's thing cozy. But there's this weird um, dynamic of when you're when you hit 30 that you're supposed to have it all. You're supposed to have a white picket fence, mm -hmm. a husband, the kids, um, an apron. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm supposed to know how to cook. I haven't figured that out yet. Uh -huh. um, so, uh, you know, as far as... Um, uh, Where does that come from, right? When I, when I, when I think like books, what we were taught. Really? Yeah. My parents had kids very young. Yeah. My, my mom had me, I think, when she was like 23 yeah. or something. Yeah. Wow. Um, I know, right? And so, so that's interesting that's that so you said cool that that happens at 30. You must be so close with her. I, uh, like age wise, you guys are so close. You have more in common than people who had kids at like 40. Maybe we do like to drink together now. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's so fun. Not a lot of people get that. That's, yeah, that's probably true. Um, is that, but what did you say? You said it comes from books? From yeah, I feel like what we like grew up or like reading, like of how like the the stereotypical like husband wife situation worked. Like when you do like history lessons in school, like you learn how like young they were married and how they had their life set up and how like the man went out and hunted. And, yeah. and that's yeah. what they do. Like the men go out and they work and the women take care of the kids. And I think that's what we were like bred to think that was right. So like when somebody does something other than what they were taught in books, like it's like, yeah, it's like. This is not the stigma, but and it's weird. I, it's, I consider myself a strong female, a feminist, but I still have this like weird thing. Like I don't have it yeah. all because I'm still figuring it out. Because it, we were manipulated to think that that's how it should yeah, be. Yeah, like when I was 20, <laughs> if you told me you were 30, I'd be like, "Oh, you're old and weird." Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm old and weird. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we're the people that shouldn't be at the bar anymore. Yes, <laughs> but we still are. They can't make us leave. <laughs> and well, what I think is really interesting is usually when I ask people if they're successful, the first thing that they think about, the first thing they talk about is about their careers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but both of you brought up your personal life first, mm -hmm. right? Because I think there's a difference between professional success and personal success. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's really interesting. What about what about professionally? Um, professionally, I feel like I had the show and it did Talk well. Talk about the show. Nobody knows. Okay, I... there was this horrible show called Jerseylicious and it was on Style Network and it went for six seasons and you either knew about it and loved it or you had no idea what I'm talking about right now. And it was filming 18 hour days and Whoa. it was just nonstop. So I feel like in the moment I thought I was successful because I was like the head of this reality show. But like when I look back, I'm like, was that like the easy way out? Cause like everyone nowadays gets a reality show and like now Not I'm a me. stay at home mom. Like I am got a reality I show. I kind of did it like the reverse. Like, <laughs> Tracy, she's so modest. She earned 
that reality show and who she was on that show. Yeah, and how'd they, you get on it? How did that start? They found me on Facebook. They, they don't lie. No, don't some, lie about your age. MySpace. <laughs> oh, was it? No, it don't may have been, yourself. it may have been MySpace. Yeah. Wow. I just suddenly became like my mid forties. Hold on. Um, yeah, they, I knew a girl who was casted and she said, you should bring on this girl. And they were like, let me check out her. What then the was socials. social media, yeah. which was MySpace. Thanks, Tom. And, <laughs> Um, they like stalked me and wouldn't stop because I said no at first. Wow. And I was like, absolutely no, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not exposing myself. And they were like, they we heard you'd be great, blah, blah, blah. We want to cast you as the villain. And I was like, I don't know. But then like, I don't know. I always the loved villain? the villain and every like soap opera. Well, the thing was they posted it as a soap opera. Did they not tell us it was a, docu-soap. a, a docu-soap, which is a documented soap opera. So <laughs> they are so sneaky. funny and sneaky because we were like, oh my God, like there's no one better than Sonny from General Hospital. He's the villain. Like, yeah, right. Or like Spencer from The Hills. Like I loved him. So I was like, I could totally do this. And then at the season two, I found out this is a reality show and oh not a docu-soap, God. which was fun. But I just like, they wanted it. But and were you the villain? I, was, I have yeah. never Yeah. Oh my God. It. It's, you shouldn't. It's um, awful. It's, no, it was a terrible because show. I, and if you watched it, you would not be sitting here talking to me. You'd be like, <laughs> not that bitch on my show. Because you're the villain? Yeah, I was terrible. What happens? Well, like, I'm a Scorpio, so, like, if you give me a task and you give me a challenge, like, I'm going to excel in that challenge. So they were like, be the villain. And I was like, okay, let me tell her, like, her fashion show was canceled and it never really was. So she goes home and everyone gets fucked over. Like, that's the shit that I had to pull. And, like, oh, I, I did it. it because I thought that that was the success of the show. And it ended up everyone hated me, but... If it wasn't for me, I'm sorry. That would have been the most boring fucking show ever. <laughs> well, Tracy was very blunt and honest yeah. and in your face, yeah. and that's what makes good reality TV. And were you involved with Jersey Licious? Yeah, yeah. and she was like the cutest little oh, we, you were one on ever. It too? Yeah, yeah. But you weren't the villain. No, and I was no. <laughs> I um, my character was uh, ditzy. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say dumb, but maybe no. It was. Dumb. It was like you and Brielle were like the dumb like makeup artists who like. Oh my god, are we supposed to be here? I'll, like, I'll doing put this it this way: I had my interns for my makeup line. Well, they watched an episode without my blessing, mm. and I was mortified <laughs> to like mm-hmm. be around them the next mm-hmm. day because I'm supposed to be like a real person and a boss <laughs> and a boss. And, and they, they were watched like, well, me be like a complete idiot. Yeah. You know, interesting. So wait, so how? So so it's it's not you. It's it it's is characters. us. It's based on us, but they obviously like. It's, it's almost, heightened. Do you yes. want to know my example? It's like they put us in like a race car, a, ra- a race horse like shelter. And then they're like, this is what she just said about you. But they don't let go of the gates. And all of a sudden they lift oh. up the gates and they yeah. let you run wild. And it's like who could get to the finish line fast enough. Yes. And it's, that's what they did to us all the time. So it was like it was us. It was just we were waiting for hours and hours. And they would like feed our brains with like, did you hear she just said this? Like you Whoa. can't talk to her for eight hours. But when we let you go, say what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And so it was like an explosion. So a fight that would have normally taken three hours of arguing took three minutes because we were so pissed off so do you still uh talk to any of these people or like are you i talked to like them? a few but none of the main people huh. like i fucking hated all of them right <laughs> yeah I to this that day they, they i really if them. they were on fire i'd drink my water bottle oh no that's yeah. not true <laughs> yeah oh i'd watch them burn <gasps> oh, yeah oh my god well so <laughs> be this it. Day. yeah um <laughs> and so <laughs> drink <laughs> so what are you doing now when when was jersey when it ended in 2011 god no, no, no. I just, I can't spot, spock. Can't oh. speak. Um, can't spock. I can't spock. Spocking's hard. Uh, it ended in 2011. Yeah. So what do you, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been pregnant for a Making really babies. long time. Yeah. A lot of practice, a lot of Is babies. Is that like four years of pregnancy? Yeah, really... it technically. How many babies you have? I have three. I started getting pregnant in 2014 because my first baby was in 15 and then I just ended in 2018. So technically I was pregnant Whoa. for four years. That's a lot of babies. Yeah. Ugh. That's a lot of time that we spend Do you together warm up their beds? 
I do not. <laughs> Actually, the other day when my daughter like leaked through her diaper, I was like, you're going to tough this one out because I can't clean it till morning. I'm too tired. Like when you have three babies, and you to just be have fair, to pick your who battles. do you think tries to bite people more, your baby or your dog? Like, I don't know. Jaden is rough. My middle child. You haven't met the middle child. Yeah. She's got the stereotypical she middle, middle child. child. <laughs> and she's the middle child of the whole family. Like the five grandkids, she's in the middle. Like Whoa. She was born to be that that role. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and what? Yeah. And Jessica, what have you? You have a makeup line. Yes, I have a makeup line. Tell us um, all about it. Tell because I know everything about makeup. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, after the show, I started this makeup line called Glamour Dolls, and it's um, an under five dollar cruelty free cosmetics line. Whoa! Um, yeah, which has my favorite eyeshadow in life. What's it called? It's called Athena, and I can't stop. Like I wear it to like Seven Eleven. Like I wear it all <laughs> the time. It's so bad. Um, it, it, it's weird being a businesswoman was never on my agenda my to-do and it happened and um it sucked me in for six years of my life and um I changed a lot as a person I grew a lot as a person I I lost a lot of friends and family because starting your own business is Mm -hmm. it's intense Mm -hmm. um I'm currently taking a little break from it all because my mental health was at risk (laughs) same I mean it just like wasn't the life that I was you know, I kind of jumped in like, I'm going to make a makeup line, you know, Ditsy Glam Fairy. And um, oh, my God, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of anxiety. It's putting all of your 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 mind, your money, everything into it. Um, and it definitely like took a toll on me. Yeah. Um, so that's why uh, Tracy and I, I think, have both been through a lot the last few years. Mm-hmm. And we wanted a platform to kind of let it all out. Sure. Yeah. And both of our mental states are at severe disadvantages. <laughs> so that's why we bond. Imagine. And we're two Scorpios. So we have yeah. like a lot going on that's the same. I'm a Pisces. What does that mean? You're Can my you... perfect match. My husband <gasps> is a Pisces. Oh. Yeah. Lucky Get him, girl. table separating us. <laughs> <right> yeah. <now>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can feel you like in my ear. <laughs> How, how about a, you ready for our fourth baby? Are you working on that? Oh, my God. And I'm not the one who snipped. So that sucks. Don't tell me, don't tell me again. Um, and, and so, well, okay. So you were on Jersey Licious. And mm-hmm. now we were, we were talking about earlier a little bit. Like, uh, we only talked about Tracy. We didn't talk about Jessica. I want to talk about you both. Social media wise, mm-hmm. you are like queens of social media. Tracy, is, Tracy. you want to learn something about building a brand? Uh, you follow Tracy because she has figured just, out the missing link to to do it. Um, she's unbelievable. Um, she's out of the entire cast of Jersey Licious Glam Fairy. She has grown her following mm. and done it in a way that it's not just numbers. It's people that engage with her daily. They know everything about her. They know her whole life. She shares with them everything and she interacts with them. And these people are not just followers. They're fans for life. She's really. And is that something you did on purpose or is um, it something that just like sort of happened? I'm not like, it's weird. Cause like, I'm not a very personal person when it comes to like meeting new people. Friends, I'm, yes. I have like my group of friends and I don't, I don't let other people, like my friends have other friends and they know not to invite them around when I'm around because mm-hmm. the no new friends is like my goal in life. But, okay. Um, when it comes to like fans, I feel like I was like a fucking social media star, like like reality star, like you're nothing. You're like the bottom of the totem pole and these people believed and followed me. Mm. And I feel like that is reason alone to like respect them and like conversate with them and just like build your relationship with them because they believed in you when you were like a nobody, like your realities are like who what does that really mean you're you're not like saving the world or like building houses in cambodia like i'm just a reality star and they acted like i was like this big thing to them so it's only respectful for me to like act that way towards them too and that's why not every 
person in the spotlight is as open and honest. And, you know, a lot of uh, celebrities, they don't want to tell you about their personal life. They close that part yeah, of their life off. they don't put pictures of their kids. Like, right. Like, right. Tracy's, we are, like, dying to see their Every kids one of Tracy's like, kids has an Instagram account with over 100,000 followers, okay? So she's heck? really... Her dogs have a huge following. Can you make me an yeah. Instagram, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because some people will be like, oh, can you start me one? And, like, I'll go hard to try to get, like, their followers up because it becomes, like, a goal for me. Like I said, I think it's a Scorpio thing. Like, you challenge me with something and I want you to do well like I want everybody to do well right and I'll tell you Tracy also has turned her Instagram into a reality show in itself so <laughs> yeah when oh my Tracy God, my posts a picture of herself and somebody is like uh, could you photoshop it a little more instead of like ignoring it or blocking it yeah. which a lot of people do Trace will be like look at their picture and be like oh did you know that you were raised in a farm and your mom's a whore <laughs> and you should have been swallowed while Whoa. you live on your Whoa. ninja turtle so sheets like, in your parents bedroom I know stuff. even as her friend I go to her page I look for this shit I love it I <laughs> yeah, you know what sometimes like you need an outlet to like yeah. let your anger out and some people just hit me at the wrong time like some, <laughs> I block like 50 people a day for my Instagram I, I was at 569 or something and now I'm at 549 you know why because all those people are blocked wow it's not because they're unfollowing it's because the amount of people I'm blocking per day and I assume that everybody who is on your side like comes they to your to side stay and there. Is like, yeah. yeah and it's like well that's them. the other great yes that's the other great thing no and they like, are really loyal they yes. fight for me oh yeah God. yeah and it's bad and they're like you're no better than any other bully you let followers attack people I'm like no 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 you took your time to come on my page if somebody wants to stand up for me that's anti-bullying that's helping somebody who's being preyed on that's not me encouraging them to bully you that's them staking a stand for me who's being attacked online for by, sure by the way she also you know by putting her family and her kids out there she's also taking that risk where people will come to her yeah. page and say really horrible things about her children and it's crazy. I mean, yeah, like my son is deaf and we just found out like Whoa. a month or two solidly ago. And like there have been people who are like, this is your karma for being such a bitch on because TV. Because of what they saw in Jersey Licious. Yeah, like you, yeah. Um, this is what happened. Like because you were a bitch, now your son's a deaf monster. Like they'll say awful things about my kids. And like it takes a really strong person to compose like and not like I'm also I'm a very like I'm fight or flight. Like I'm not. Like, oh, let the authorities handle it. I'm not that person. Right. So I will literally come to your house and wait outside. And that's why I, like, try so hard to just let those stupid comments go. But it's very <laughs> difficult. Because I'll let it go from me. But, like, my kids are so innocent. That's yeah, And, that's like, especially tough. my child who can't hear you making fun of them is my point. Is that... People. No, but he can read it. He well, can he can't read, read it yet. It. How old is he? He's five months, but he will read it. Oh, but no, by then, I will it. have I will have grown him into the toughest little fuck ever. Nobody will ever bother. <laughs> so him. this is your most recent. This is like stuff that's been. Going this, on. but this is the youngest. It's my newborn. Yeah, is, is yeah, that's, Julian. That's so interesting. How did yeah. you? How did that? How did you find that out? He was failing all his hearing tests. Like after birth, apparently you give kids hearing tests. You gotta, don't even gotta know. Gotta like, study better. Come yeah. on. No, like you don't think. You're like, oh my God. Oh my God. He's 10 toes and 10 hand, uh, fingers. 10 and like, hands. <laughs> 10 hands. <laughs> he's he has 10 hands. He's a spider. Super baby. Um, like you think like he comes out and like he seems healthy. So all is good. But like you yeah. don't really know. Yeah. Like you don't think like what if he can't see or what if he can't hear. So it's like very intense. So it's like a new step that I'm and, taking. I'm and learning. Again, letting her followers. And in I on tell that. them For about sure. it because I feel like there's other there's gotta be other people that are like suffering with this that are like, oh my God, yes. how do I deal with this? And like if I can use Jules to help another mother with their deaf child, like yeah. the, at least me and him are doing something that's helping other people. So like I'm kind of exploiting him right now, but I'm doing it for other people so that he can kind of be an advocate for it later. Like he doesn't know it now. Of course, but like I mean, later in life, I will tell now. him He's that like 
I'll show him like emails that I've gotten, like thanking me for yeah. talking about it, and he'll feel better. Are you? I assume you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn to sign. We are hoping that he can get the cochlear implant so okay. he can hear us eventually. But for now, we're learning sign, and it's very interesting. But I said, even if like you can hear at some point, like we should totally learn sign so we yeah. can talk t- shit about people, and they will have no it, right? idea. Yeah, that's why I. That, me why and my I'm family are it. all learning it now because we're like. <laughs> and nobody knows what we're saying. And I'm like, how awesome is that? That like I could just sign to you and like we're like making fun of that woman's shoes. It's amazing. That's, why like, I, that's the secret reason I've always wanted to learn. I know a little bit of mm-hmm. sign language and I have a couple of deaf friends. Yeah. And uh, I've always wanted to learn it specifically so I can be across the room from Megan at a yep. party and just sign Absolutely. and be like, hey, you want to get out of here? Time place to get blows. the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that's relationship goals right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sign to me. Yeah. And I uh, also said he's like at the most, the, the best advantage because when his sisters argue, he could just take it out and not hear any of the bullshit. Like when you're wife wants to bitch at you one day just take them out and be like fuck you i'm oh done my God. um and so so well then i guess what's what's either of your advice like she has the best advice jessica is the go-to she's like my 24 hour a day therapist i literally <laughs> jessica's advice corner it's the best jessica give me some advice on how to be successful well, okay, actually, yeah. think about it, because I, I want to circle back to it, because I, I guess the actual thing is, you were both very confident in your uh, saying that, you, yes, you're successful, and here are the ways mm-hmm. that I'm successful. Uh, does success make you happy? I think certain type of successes do. And Jessica's over here shaking her head. Yeah, I Absolutely think that not. you will, like, you'll find success in a moment. Like being able to accomplish like a moment is success. Like it's baby steps at a time. Mm. Like you're not really like not like your whole life as a whole is successful, but like getting through like an argument with your boyfriend or getting through like finding out that like my son is deaf and not completely breaking down and giving up is a success in itself. So like those are little baby steps of success. So I think everything you do is either a success or fail, but it's what you kind of choose to interpret it as. Yeah. Tracy, actually, I think you hit on a really good point. Um, we should celebrate the little successes. Mm-hmm. Um, I get caught up in my head, so I'm waiting for that like big success, which the big success would be you know, winning the mega billion dollar mm-hmm. lottery, but that's not going to happen. And, and um, I think we all need to be less hard on ourselves. Mm. And um, um, success is not measured by uh, the you amount know, some, of money. Yeah, but... you know, and or, or, or how big a moment is. It's the little moments that, that make you successful. And um, and I need to listen to my own advice because I am I am that way. Like I am never it's never enough. I'm never happy no, she's enough. Always like, oh, this didn't work out well. I'm like, Jess, you have your own makeup my wedding like, day. That's such like, a success. I fo- it was the greatest day of my life, and I focus on all of the 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 small things that went wrong mm-hmm. instead of like the big picture. Like I just got married to. A Meanwhile, great man. I thought it was like a storybook. Like it could not have gone better <laughs> in my eyes. I thought it was like the most beautiful. She had a fucking unicorn. <laughs> like Wait, there's what? no. She had a unicorn <laughs> escort her and her husband out from like the her like saying her vows. Like I just, I, it was an actual, <laughs> an actual storybook. <laughs> like I was on the way to my honeymoon and I was sitting next to this woman on the plane and like showing her pictures from the wedding and she screamed to her husband three rows back. Oh my God, this girl had a unicorn at her wedding. Yeah. And her husband was like, Honey, you know that unicorns aren't real. And she's like, No, there's pictures. Like, there's pictures. Oh, she no. really did. And I was like, Girl, it was a $20 horn off Etsy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it was perfect. Where'd you get the horse? Uh, so, happened to be where I got married. There was a stable like down the street. Hysterical. And like, this woman was awesome and was like, Yeah, I'll bring. And she brought this majestic horse that it was like beautiful. It was white so huge, and, like, like bigger than any hair. animal I've ever seen in real life. Like, okay, it, was it was perfect. You're right. It was perfect. But guess what I do? I, I focus on the fact that 
um, you know, there was, I wanted a stage for the band and the, the venue forgot the stage and like, no one noticed, nobody cared, but that's all I keep thinking about. Just and self-sabotages. I do. Mm. Well, do you, does it, does it, like, does it make, hmm. Is it self-sabotage or is it just sort of like masochism, right? It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't she just mess brings up anything herself else down, down the line, does it? It doesn't affect anyone else but Jessica. That, but that she too. does it to herself because she has like the most perfect things going on and she always is like, it's never enough because she's so perfect and OCD and everything yes. she does. That yes. It's like never to that next level. But when I look at it, I'm like, I think everything she does is like great. I can relate to that. I have very high expectations yeah. for myself. I think and that's good to have. It's and... just you also have to celebrate. Is that an actor like, thing? I don't. We're quirky like I don't that. No, um, <laughs> I was talking. Someone. I was talking to someone the other day, and he. What do you? I think he was seeing a movie. Oh no, no. This is a weird, weird story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were working at the botanical garden for two weekends, and uh, we would get lunch every day between shows. And someone had gotten a sandwich, like a broccolini sandwich, and had talked about it. And so, the, uh, for the whole two weekends, this guy was like, "I'm gonna get that sandwich. I'm gonna get that sandwich." And on the last day, he did get that sandwich, and he like built it up for himself. Mm-hmm. And so he was so like, "I'm, was I'm so worried amazing. that I'm not gonna like this sandwich because I've <laughs> no. gotten so excited for it." Yeah. And then he ate it, and he was like, "That was surprisingly good." And I was like, "What do you mean surprisingly good? Weren't you expecting it to be good?" And he was like, "Yeah, but I lowered my expectations yeah, so that I could enjoy it." It's and, a realist. It's not a negative person because I'm not. I'm not a negative person but i'm a realist i'm very aware of everything that could go wrong so i lower oh, my expectations so practical. i'm surprised yeah yeah if something goes wrong i'm like eh, knew that was gonna happen but if it doesn't i'm like wow that was an amazing moment because okay. it p- to be like what are they called negative positive people uh, pessimist pessimist optimist, uh, optimist. optimist to be an optimist like it just i feel like is setting yourself up for d- disappointment because sure. you can't nothing can always go right if you're a pessimist then you're just never going to accept everything you're, but if you're a realist what, you're a pessimist yeah I, I, she's a pessimist I, I, for I'm sure the, nothing's ever perfect even when it I, it is and everyone's telling me it is i'm just like it's not enough no okay. and i'm not i'm a realist like i'm like this is probably what's gonna happen and if it surprises me great and if it doesn't surprise me like i knew it was gonna happen anyway <laughs> so like there's no disappointment in being a realist if you're an optimist or a, ne- a pessimist like it's always something's always gonna go wrong and david what there are has you to be a happy medium you have a crazy life as like an actor and yep. It's like very unstable, I guess mm-hmm. you would yep. say. <laughs> um, um, I'm a, I'm definitely a masochist. <laughs> I just like to keep a full plate, and I like to keep myself busy. But I also, and I, and I'm not having a hard time accepting this, but it's definitely been a struggle. Like in college, I was a drama queen right i would mm-hmm. and i know that about like relationships that i had and like situations that i got into that so much of it was self-inflicted and it's just like oh this will be a great story or like oh this will give me something to complain about mm-hmm. and i don't do that anymore but i sort of like it still definitely happens sometimes and i can well, see it seeps through for sure yeah um so i'm a i'm a i'm just a just a I don't know. I'm also maybe a little bit of an optimist. Um, That's good to have some of it. You just can't be a full optimist because then I feel like there's always disappointment because you can't always be happy about everything all the time. There's real life shit that goes on. And if you're a pessimist, then you're never going to accept when good things happen. Yeah. So there's got to be like a happy medium, which I feel like is the realist who just waits for things to happen. And if it happens, great. And if it doesn't, whatever. All right. Final bits of advice as we wrap up. How do, how do we be successful? Uh, don't be like me. Great. Celebrate your successes. Nice. Uh, you're awesome. Just keep telling yourself that every day. Dope. Tracy? Live, live for the next day. Like, shit's going to happen today. Tomorrow, you're going to wake up, hopefully. <sighs> and then, literally, you start a brand new day. 
the sun sets and rises every single day. Warm dog bed. Yeah, that's the goal is to wake up in Jessica's dog bed because (laughs) it's warm as fuck. Don't forget the treats. Yeah, she's a good mom. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you both for joining me today. Um, Dress for the podcast is online at dressforthepodcast.com. We've also got the Facebook and the Instagram and the Twitter, and you can check out all those things. Uh, Thanks to our Patreon donor, Laura St. Pierre, this week. And uh, thank you to Dimly Wit for having us on the website, dimlywit.com. Uh, where you can go to hear lots of other fun podcast stuff like uh, Standby and a bunch of there's a bunch of new upcoming projects that we can't I don't know when this episode's gonna drop uh, but it's gonna be <laughs> oh great. it drops like an album I love that drop wait for that <laughs> what, like Kanye hashtag right watch now. this space <laughs> yeah so um, that's all I also haven't figured out how to end a podcast yet um, so you need a tagline be like fuck up. Fuck Just up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. All right. Dress with the podcast you want. Also, fuck it up. Fuck, fuck it, it up. Posted on dimlywit.com.